Yesterday was Valentine's Day and it's an opportunity to show that special person in your life how much you care and value them. And people were running out of the store last night at about 7, 8 o'clock with bunches of flowers costing two, 300 rand. And it's also a month to be super vigilant of fraudsters looking to sweep you off your feet and clean out your bank account, eh? all in the name of love. Now, consumers seeking love, particularly online, are at risk of falling victim uh, if they aren't vigilant. And in 2022, uh, there's been a sort of troubling 36% increase in the reported cases of online banking fraud. And joining me this morning is George Wansella, who is Head of Enterprise Risk and Fraud Strategy at Time Bank. George, a very good morning to you and welcome to the Early Breakfast Show. Thank you so much, Zane. Can you, can you give us an idea and elaborate more of, of the increase that have been reported in cases of online banking fraud in South Africa, particularly those related to love and romance scams? Well, I think, so, so first of all, I mean, if you look at the fabric stats that, that are provided to us from, from 2021 into 2022, we've seen a 36% increase in overall digital fraud, which includes love, love and dating scams. Unfortunately, the, the stats are not broken down into the loving, dating um, and romance scams specifically, but it's included, definitely included in there. And if you look at some of the global stats, the FBI reported a 40% increase year on year in love and, and romance scams. So it's definitely increasing. And I mean, you, we, we all know, we can see that there's, at this point in time, there's 8,000 or more competitive online dating sites. More than 400 million people worldwide use dating sites. So this is a very ripe platform, you know, for folks to exploit. Mm. And it's, it's, it's actually very sad that something as beautiful as love and romance should land up in a, in a scam situation. I remember the case of words, I don't know, it was a year or two ago where some people were... Um, arrested in Cape Town actually for for running these scams and they were I mean they were scamming people women all over the world out of millions of rands out of their bank accounts how do fraudsters manipulate victims through online interactions to eventually ask for money Uh, what are the common scenarios that they actually use and what should I look out for if somebody approaches me and you know she puts up this wonderful picture and wants me to give my bank details to her yeah, so I think the first thing that process do is they patiently build trust with the victim. Uh, they'll obviously tick all the boxes, you know, of a real romantic interest, you know, all the things that that will, will will make you fall for them. Once they have an emotional intimacy, once they have a very intimate connection with you, they'll immediately declare their love for you. They'll fabricate um, a sudden emergency. And um, it's usually related to a health crisis where they need money very quickly or they're stuck in a foreign country in the army. They've been arrested or they, you know, they're trying to travel, but there's some money required very urgently or there's a business issue that has come up. And they'll provide you with fake evidence, maybe some flight tickets, you know, occasionally they'll show you some, some evidence that might make you think, okay, I can trust this person. I love this person. They've declared their love for me. They want to get married. You know, I finally found the one. And they often manipulate people that are, you know, vulnerable or desperate. 
and the manipulation is emotional. It's on an emotional level. And what we've seen from the data is that majority of the victims are female above the age of 50. Mm. And, you know, that's that's where they try to exploit uh, customers. Mm. And those are the common tactics that they use. Yeah, because those ladies are established. They've got, you know, careers and they have money. They they might have assets that they could possibly be be, be using, you know, to put up and, uh, and you know, kind of that's the target to go for. Uh, somebody who's 24 and 25-year-old um, hasn't actually started any kind of economic life for themselves. Uh, George Wansella, who is Head of Enterprise Risk and Fraud Strategy at Time Bank this morning, chatting to us about romance-related scams. If you have a comment on this, 011-883-0702 or on the WhatsApp line, 072-702-1702. George, what, do, what are the steps that I should take, you know, in order to protect myself if I'm actually suspected that I'm being targeted by a romance scam, especially in terms of reporting the theft and blocking any funds from being accessed. And these days it's actually quite easy because we all have apps, um, banking apps, you understand? And you can immediately respond on your banking app if your card is stolen or you have a suspicion that money is being taken out, you know, and, and how do you protect? Where do you keep the 500 rand and where do you keep the, the 5 million rand so that you actually don't lose it? Exactly. I think the first thing then is immediately contact your bank. Um, I think, and also obviously before that, cut off all the contact with the scammer. Contact your bank because there could be different scenarios. You could have transferred money where they need to trace the funds because those funds could move through different banks and, you know, the bank will quickly try and trace those funds and, and secure it for you. Um, you may not have made a payment, but you may have shared some of your personal information. The bank will advise you, they'll guide you on that. So so just case by case, I'm not sure exactly what, what could have happened, but the first thing to do, cut off contact, call your bank, they will advise you uh, fully in, in terms of the steps to take. Mm. George, aside from the romance scam and all in the name of love scams, how do scammers sort of adapt their tactics throughout the year? Uh, what are some of those warning signs for consumers that they need to be sort of aware? I, I think the the key thing is to know that if anybody asks you for any kind of compromising um, information, your ID, your bank details, your passwords, and those kind of things. That should be the first sign for you that, nope, I need to move and step away from this. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, these scammers are not only just working in, in February on, you know, Valentine's Day. They're busy throughout the year, and they leverage all the major events. So, for example, when we have tax season, they're jumping on to tax, tax refunds. You all of a sudden have this big refund, but you haven't done your, your tax return. And there's a link to click on where you've got to add your bank in details. I mean, but that's an outright scam right? And And common sense. We must just try to use more, more common sense in detecting some of these things. Poppy scams during mating season, that, that, that's very big. You know, whatever, you know, Black Friday, there's all of a sudden specials that, you know, where you need to provide your banking information or you're clicking on links or there's an OTP required from the fraudster. So, these scams are obviously leveraging major events throughout the year, um, um, and but always scrutinize 
Yeah. You know, always when, be, when you see something that looks suspicious. It's always sense it's common sense. Yeah, I, I was just yeah. going to say it's not rocket science. It's just common sense, and you yes. need to uh, the the fact that you actually need to be alert and be alert at all times. And that's George Wansella chatting to us this morning about romance scamming. And there was Valentine's Day yesterday. He's the head of enterprise risk and fraud strategy at Time Bank.